my mum was in the hospice by then. Sorry, she'd been given like a few weeks to live. We were trying to like rush it so like she could be involved in something. Mm. But she ultimately died. Um, and yeah, we just got planning from then. The proposal didn't happen, but we knew this is something we wanted to do. Yeah. My dad had already passed away, so I had like no family here. When I'm like telling my planner to do something and I'm getting responses like, oh, that's long. Oh, I'm like, <laughs> can you make this? And it's like, oh, that's not in my job description or I'm just she, doing it. Basically, yeah, I just couldn't be at the wedding and we didn't know till two weeks before. So one, two, three and cut. Oh, all right. <laughs> lovely, lovely, lovely. So, hey, Dr. Mame. Hey, Aisha. How, How are you doing? Oh, I'm good. How are I you? I am so happy to have you seated here in the bride's I'm room. I'm excited. This is an honor, guys. Honestly, oh, thank you for having me. No worries. Thank you for being here. Um, before we get into anything, yeah. how has your week been? It's been good. Started a new job, um, which I'm so excited about. Um, and yeah, I've just been on my Zoom, back on mm. fitness. Oh, that's right. Uh, happy relationship weight is a thing, mm -hmm, honey, because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. nothing is fitting. <laughs> but yeah, I'm back on my Zoom, started a new job. Obviously, I'm here today. How are you? I'm good. I'm really, really good. Um, I've had an amazing week. I can't complain. Mm. Um, Went viral. Yeah. I know, right? Viral. How are you feeling about that? <laughs> <laughs> Some of us are just getting viral. It's just calm for her. She didn't mention it because it's an everyday like, thing to be getting know. viral. I never experienced it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? It's, it, it was needed. It's, yeah. about, it's about time, guys. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It's about time we actually start being BFFR. Like, let's, mm -hmm. let's actually BFFR for let's once. Let's be for real. Like, the wedding industry... It's very interesting. It it's is. a very, very interesting industry. And yeah, this week going viral with... Um, so let me just give context because mm. I guess it will be really good for new yeah. listeners to, to so understand what's, like, what you're actually talking about. Mm -hmm. So my last episode, if you haven't watched it, was with a previous bride called Safi. Mm -hmm. um, and she went, you know, viral first. <laughs> i put out a snippet um, about how she paid 4K for her decorator. Her decorator didn't actually deliver. She took it to court and she won. Um, I then, you know, put that online. Yeah. You know, it was a little bit of promo for the, <laughs> the pod. <laughs> for the pod. Um, and a lot of people picked up on that. Yeah. Um, and so initially it was vendors picking up saying that 4K was too cheap. What? The word cheap. For 200 people. For 200 people, number one. And the fact that people are even saying that 4K is cheap. Yeah, that's the disrespect. It's, it's, it's very disrespectful. Yeah. But I'm glad that people are starting to see what we see. Exactly. As people that plan our weddings. I'm, mm. I'm assuming you planned your wedding yourself, right? So, so, yeah, I planned... We'll get into it. But yeah, yeah, I had a planner, but ended up planning most of it. We'll get into that. And this is why... This is why... The, this is why the, this the is water's why, brewing. Like, it's this too is why early to we went viral food. this week. <laughs> <laughs> because I just like so yes yeah, so to continue the context so yeah um, Safi paid 4k she won she took her person to court whatever yeah. vendors were now saying it's too cheap it's too this it's too that and I don't I didn't want to be rude but respectfully planners this conversation is not for you it's actually not it's for the DIY yes. couples the couples that plan I speak mostly for those that plan their weddings themselves mm. if you know you're fortunate enough to have a planner um, congratulations mm. but not everyone has that and yes yeah, so the planners I know you know in your eyes you have to take your cut and so 4k might not be a reasonable amount to you but for people like some of us that do go directly to our sources we do know that we can get 
a lot more for your yeah, money. Yeah, a lot more for your money, yeah. exactly. So, yeah. Anyway, that went to Twitter and then people started coming out with their stories. Shout the out to Ore. came out. Ore from another <laughs> podcast. I need to actually find out what podcast she's got. I'm going to um, edit it in. She is from another podcast, actually. I'm going to go on my Twitter real quick. Real quick, 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 quick. No, no, no. I'm going to edit it in because she she shouted me out. So I'm going to shout her out back as well. So she's from Real Talk, Real Walk podcast. Just fuck her then. Real Talk, Real Walk. I love that. Real Talk, Real Walk podcast. So yeah, anyway. She went online, put online, everyone started coming up with yeah. their stories. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> and this is why like a podcast like this is so needed. Because once, you, once you're going through it, like you actually think, why is the world against me? Is it just me? Mm-hmm. But you realize that this industry is just so notorious for overcharging and under-delivering. Overcharging. And I feel like it's about time that we shed light on it. We empower brides in order for them to know their rights. Because you're ultimately paying for a service. Like, mm-hmm. you wouldn't go to Zara and buy a ripped-up dress. So why do you then have to, you know, get a vendor and he's giving you suboptimal service and you still have to pay for it without making noise? Do you get it? Get your rights. Like consumer rights. Exactly, we're here. You should get what you pay for. Exactly. And I'm so glad that there's so many like-minded people and you're right. You're so right in what you're saying. It's like when you're in it, it literally feels like the world is against you. And I think sometimes a lot of these vendors don't actually understand just how overwhelmed you are as a bride, as exactly. a couple as well, because I do, obviously, this is a space for everyone, including mm. men as well. Um, yeah, they don't. I don't think they actually understand. And so it's very frustrating to see that. But to be fair, I do want to say good vendors, respectfully as well, this conversation is not for you. It's I not. do hope that, you know, those of you that do work to you know very high standards and mm. you know deliver excellence every single time we do see you and we do appreciate you we do <laughs> we love we you. love you we love an excellent vendor <laughs> but this conversation is not for you so it is for those and those that are not delivering you know yourselves mm. Mm. <laughs> but for yeah sure. I was quite shocked because someone like I, not even someone some vendors were actually telling me not to speak and it's like no 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 respectfully and I feel like I talk about you genuinely feel triggered when you know the shoe fits. Exactly. Like if you were delivering good care, a good service, you won't be triggered by it. You and know? Like you'll just be in your lane, making your money, bringing bride's visions to life. But if you're upset, it's because you know you can do better. Exactly. So it's time exactly. for some self-reflection. Self-reflection <laughs> and self-change. So yeah, that's that's my week. Yes. <laughs> that's been my week. And yeah, it's been it's been really amazing to be fair. Um I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm actually shocked with a lot of the stories, but some one way or another, we're going to be able to have to exactly. find a way to meet in the middle. So, yeah. yeah. Um, how was your planning process? So, I understand you got married in Ghana. Yeah. And did you do anything here in the UK? I did. Oh, okay. So, um, basically, myself and my partner were Ghanaian. Mm. Accra, stand up. I don't even want to say that. <laughs> the, um, the cliche. It's to say. And, oh, this thing. <laughs> so um yeah so we basically had our traditional wedding here and our white wedding in ghana mm. not what i thought would do because i actually hadn't been to ghana until when i went to go look for venues for my wedding wow yeah my mum really kept me in the uk i was born in south africa oh wow i was actually thinking more of a like morocco dubai um, but unfortunately, my mum passed away a year before the wedding. No my dad had already passed away. So I had like no family here no at all. 
Um, my, my brother suggested that we get married in Ghana because it's mm. cheaper and obviously mm. my mum's siblings are there Yeah. when I started looking at the prices mm -mm. it just made too much sense mm. and you know what there's so many underrated vendors in Africa Yes. like if we look at the dress in dressmaking industry the photographers the videographers that like once we get into this talk and I tell you how much I paid for them and we look at the quality of the service they provided Yeah. you just realise that like people are just in the wrong place Yeah. honestly and I I was always telling my vendors, like, you guys are so amazing. Even if I will go and infiltrate the home office myself, I'll try and get you guys all to the UK because yeah. you guys need your flowers, you yeah, need yeah. your coins. So we looked at Ghana, it made sense, family were there, and we decided to have our white wedding there. Mm. But obviously to pay, like, homage to my mom and all her friends, she basically got wanted to be buried here because she wanted to still feel close to us. Yeah. I was like, let me just do my trad here. Mm. Yeah, so I switched it. Usually that you'd so probably beautiful. do your trad back home, yeah, but I was like, I I'm doing it here oh. and then do my white in Ghana. Oh my God. Like how, how was that? Pro do you mind talking about that? Oh, yeah, I, no, I, I, I was watching your story today and I saw yeah. that like today's a very special day it as well. So, and, I, and I feel like your story is so, it's so emotional obviously, but so beautiful as well. Um, and I definitely know that like, I can only imagine like I have friends as well that pretty much like when it comes to their time, like going yeah. through that process and obviously knowing that like, you know the people that you kind of wanted to be there were not mm. how how did you navigate that as a bride because I think it was yeah. um it's so emotional like I even think of when I got my wedding dress so mm. basically in my culture when a woman dies you basically bury them either in kente or mm. a white wedding dress mm. so when my mum died she'd always like wanted to be buried in white lace so mm. I remember I had to go wedding dress shopping pretending it's for me but it was actually for my mum to be mm. buried in and I ended up finding a dress for her and a dress for myself but I wasn't engaged I had no business well, buying a wedding dress your, so you found your wedding dress yeah, before I was even engaged because but I had to be pretending the dresses <laughs> were for me and I actually fell in love oh, with a dress. Oh so it's so beautiful. I've got a picture of my dress and then the dress my mum was buried you in. You have to send it to me. Yeah, please, yeah. you guys will see it. But yeah. Um, um, yeah, it was really difficult, especially like not having family here. Mm. Wedding planning is honestly like one of the hardest things I've ever done. And I've been to medical school. I've got two degrees. I've done so much in my life. Sprinkle, sprinkle. Let me just so get my flowers. I don't think they heard that one. How many two, degrees? What kind of degree? prizes. <laughs> Speak up. <laughs> Let me keep it humble. But yeah, it's honestly one of the... <laughs> talk your shit. <laughs> talk your shit. It's one of the hardest things I've done. And I remember... I remember like there being times where I needed like clarity on tradition or mm. wanted reassurance if I was doing things right and obviously my mum wasn't there but this is where like community come in this mm. is where like who you pick as your bridesmaids come in your wedding planner comes in like your godmom or an auntie and uncle comes in mm. because yeah like it was it was it was really hard and I had to like figure out a lot of things on my own but mm. I think that process enabled me to grow as a person because mm. I was like okay I've planned a wedding what's next throw anything at me like Girl, I've been through the worst not only did you and I overcame you, threw, you planned it internationally <laughs> yeah exactly and I've had a lot of girls like DM me being like oh my god please get a bride from the UK <laughs> that has planned their wedding back home internationally um, I'm here not only have you done I've that but you've done that with like even just like the emotional side as yeah. well so I think Girl, go, go, go you. <laughs> Thank you. Go you. And I saw some of the pictures as well. And like yeah. some, a snippet of the video. You sent me the video, isn't it? I yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I watched a little bit of it. And 
you looked stunning. Thank you. Absolutely stunning. Genuinely looked happy as yeah, well. Yeah, so. I was. It took a um, lot. It took a lot to get there. And I think um, one thing was that I I changed the narrative. So it was a sad time. It was a lonely time, mm. but it was also a happy time. Mm. Like my mom met my partner before she died. And that was like one of the things that gave her the most comfort. So I know that getting married, like she'll be happy. And I just started to think about, you know, what, what it is she would have liked. So like I started, you know, doing little things just to make sure that she was also included. So I remember initially I was actually meant to wear one of her kentes basically for my wedding, uh, my traditional wedding. But I decided I didn't want any tailor to touch and ruin it. So I'm going to yeah. leave it. But I think just involving her friends in the process. Um, I basically walked down the aisle to her voice as well. Like wow, I basically put things together just to keep the sentiment, but also keep it as like a happy occasion. Um, because the very act of her daughter, her only girl getting married, I know would make her pr- proud. So yeah, like I think channeling all that grief and emotion into actually paying homage to your the person that you've lost and loved is a way to like turn this whole experience around to something mm. positive. I think that's amazing. Thank I'm sure you. we're gonna get so many DMs after this video. <laughs> <laughs> um no and yeah all I can say is like well done and congratulations. You. you you made it. You're now on the other side Honey, You're able to talk about it. I feel like I feel like it needs to be like some sort of like graduation um, yeah, so, like, I made it. <laughs> made it <laughs> through the trenches we made it <laughs> we survived. Um cool so obviously you know that was that was all of that but yeah. like how was your actual wedding what so you said that you had a planner and you, I did your planner ghosted you so well let's get into, let's get into that <laughs> let's get into that <laughs> so um I basically started my planning before I even got engaged there's a theme here bought my dress Can got I, a planner so context just for those <laughs> listening context so like when let's just get a little bit about your now husband okay when did you get engaged okay all of that. We can talk about yeah, that. Yeah, talk us through from proposal <laughs> to when your planner goes. So, wifey. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, my partner's called Fred. He's basically 32. I met him. It's funny. I'd just come out of a four and a half year relationship. Oh. I hosted an event at my church because the girlies were looking for men. <laughs> and the guys weren't there. So, I was like, let me help y'all. Like... I'm heartbroken, but I'm going to help y'all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Find the guy. Leslie, this is not for you to... <laughs> <laughs> Let me help y'all. Yeah, guys want to know. Basically, like, the guys were marrying outside of the church. Um, things weren't cute. Like, mm. so I was like, you know, let's do this event together. He came. They were hiding in the toilet. I had to talk to all the guys. He was cute. Kind of messed up the speed dating, so he only spoke to me. And yeah, the rest is history. Mm. So obviously started talking. He'd actually been married before. Wow. You know what? He needs to come on this pod to tell yep. his own story. Don't worry, we're ready. Um, but he was like <laughs> two, three years post-divorce. Um, we met, started speaking. We basically always had like a timeline for what we wanted to happen. Mm. So we were like, yeah, year four, we want to get married. And year four is basically like when my mum died and Mm. I was going on like a break in my career. Mm. So it just all made sense. Like I knew we were getting married and with Ghanaian culture, it kind of ruins surprise because I was actually watching Molly May's video the other day and she was basically like two weeks before Tommy proposed to her, he went to go ask um, her dad for permission and she called her mum on the day to be like, I'm engaged. And I just think about African culture where 
no, you need to go with your whole family to the oh, guy's house. Yeah. In Ghanaian culture, you basically do something called a knocking process. So just so, what tribe are you before you come? I'm um, Ashanti. Okay. Cool. Ghanaian. Okay. So basically the guy comes to your house with his family. Mm. They're basically like, yeah, we've seen this flower in your garden mm. that we want to pluck. Mm. and then your family are like do you know what we put into that flower like we watered that seed every day mm. the soil ph was 6.5 mm. we put good fertilizer mm, on like it good good yeah that good good <laughs> that like good, they good. raised their girl well <laughs> so um if you want to do that here's a list of things you should bring and that's what they bring to the traditional wedding okay so that's how it works so we basically started that process my mum was in the hospice by then. Mm. <clears throat> Sorry. She'd been given like a few weeks to live. We were trying to like rush it so like she could be involved in something. Mm. But she ultimately died. Um, and yeah, we just got planning from then. The proposal didn't happen, but we knew this is something we wanted to do. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, we started planning our wedding. And I remember like... I've always been someone who's been like good at planning. I've been really organized. I've got a type A personality. So mm -hmm. everything's going to have a, I, everything's going to be spelled out on Canva. I'm going to make a cute itinerary. Yeah. I'm going to have like a spreadsheet. I love a spreadsheet yeah, and a yeah. Google Drive. Mm -hmm. But I just wasn't feeling confident. Mm -hmm. I was just like, it might be too much for me. I don't know what I'm doing. I was self-sabotaging. I, I was in grief. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. So one of my friends got married the year before and her cousin basically helped her plan the wedding and had started her own planning business. So I was like, oh, let me use her. Mm. Had a conversation, made a WhatsApp, and then we got into planning. Okay. There was no vetting. There was no nothing, which is probably one of like my biggest regrets. But... So was that, so that kind of, so you had a wedding planner. Yeah. Your wedding planner, she was from Ghana. Or she was, no, your cousin's friend just started a my business. My friend's cousin. Fred's cousin. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So, um... Basically, we were looking for um, a planner because obviously I work as a doctor, long shifts. Um, I didn't think I'd be able to, you know, do everything, like mm. be able to manage planning the wedding and also being present for myself and also being present at work. Mm. So basically, one of my friends, she got married in Ghana um, a year before. Her cousin helped her plan it. Her pictures looked amazing. And I was like, oh you know, let me hit her up. Literally had a phone conversation, made a WhatsApp. Mm. And there we were planning our wedding yeah. with not much direction. And yeah. basically looking through everything we went through, I just go back and I'm like, I really wish in that moment I'd done my due diligence and mm. spoken to more planners instead of, you know, feeling overwhelmed, seeing someone who I thought could like help me fix everything and just going straight through yeah. it because... Looking at how everything transpired after that, mm. a lot could have been stopped if can we I, just paused. Can I add something though? Because I think it's something that I've noticed happens to a lot of people. And I feel I even fell for this as well, which mm. is like, naturally as a bride, you see somebody's wedding and you think, oh my God, that looks so beautiful. Yeah. Like, I want that. Yeah. Um, and it goes back to the conversation we were having earlier on, which is and what I was even talking about on my story on Instagram this week, which was a lot of people come out with beautiful weddings. Yeah, but I think one thing I would say <laughs> as a bride or even a groom, ask the person, is that the wedding that you wanted? 
was the vendor able to able to give you the wedding that you wanted? Because mm. I think that's that's actually the questions that we should be asking. Yeah. Because if you say, oh, did you enjoy your wedding? I think most people do. Like, I don't know. We don't, we don't have enough time to be bad vibes. Nah. But you can see all the mistakes. Yeah, you can. <laughs> like, when you're sitting there, you're like, oh, no, oh that was meant to be like this. You're like, that was like, 5K, you know? Like, you're oh, my... <laughs> <laughs> um, So, yeah, of course, you know, most brides and grooms are going to be happy with the outcome because it's still a good outcome. But exactly. is that what they dreamt? of is that what they wanted is that what they discussed in their consultations no. those are the questions that you should really be asking I think so should. sorry just want to hand I just wanted to say that and yeah. hand that back over to you because and also even yeah. to add like feel free to DM the brides yeah. um on the pages so if you go on a vendor's page mm-hmm. they've probably added the bride or the groom exactly DM them be like girl tell me the tea tell me the good the bad the ugly like mm. what should I know like mm. you actually need to do your due diligence because you're paying a lot of money mm-hmm. this is like the one day in your life that you just want everything to work well for you come together for you so make sure that you're picking the right people to execute yeah. that vision also just wanted to add as well um the vendors will put out their best work yep. they're never going to put out their mistakes <laughs> and that's not to criticize you know we're all human we all make mistakes mm-hmm. but don't fall for the instagram yeah. yes it looks glossy it looks beautiful you know you've got the beautiful mountains or you've got the chandeliers or whatever it is um but yeah dm yeah ask DM because ask. these vendors can really package themselves <laughs> they really can, <laughs> they can and they pick up on your ignorance as well exactly so, yeah. make, especially now we live in a generation with like tiktok mm. and instagram where like we're having conversations like this mm-hmm. like you've got this amazing podcast to give mm. you the reels thank you let's and not be <laughs> yeah and TikToks as well let's not be ignorant yeah. like you know make sure you guys know what you're talking about make sure you're going to the vendors with the right questions mm. and that's something I didn't do because I remember speaking to you about it when I was basically planning my wedding and I'd go on TikTok I'd see like the the, the late commas yeah I'd see the Sophia Richie's I'd see like the but people don't even know what, how much late commas <laughs> they, they don't even they don't know. know someone's telling me it's 100k <laughs> to book it and you yeah. have to book it for the whole weekend yeah 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 I'm like okay and that's dry hire dry just hire, dry dry just vibes <laughs> it's just sunny Italian weather and that's it but yeah um so yeah, make sure that you're well informed. And that's why like I really rate platforms like this. And that's Thank why I you. even got into making TikTok videos as well about weddings. Mm. It's so like you see girls that look like you, mm. who've been through the reels, who are generally like we finished the race and we're coming back to the starting line to tell you. Listen, run. This is what or y'all should be doing. Way. Yeah, or go this way. When go you get right. to that bridge. <laughs> I wish I had someone to tell me Same that. Him. Um, but yeah, so yeah, with my planner, it was um I just, I just think that, yeah, I wish more, I wish I had more time to vet it. We had very different working styles. Mm. Um, I pride myself in being someone with a type A personality. What and does that some, mean for those that don't basically, understand? type A personalities, like you're very specific, you want things organized, like you're very extra. Yeah. Like, I'm the sort of person. Um, is that, who's that between me and you? I feel like that's me. Anyway, I think it's both of us. That's why our wedding came out the way it was. <laughs> it's true. I'm the sort of person, like, if we're going on holiday, I'm going to go make an ebook on Canva. And I'm going to say we're doing this on day one. This is what we're wearing. This is the t- Like, this is me. Yeah. It's project management. Yeah, yeah, You know? Yeah, yeah. I, I do that. at work as well. I know. So, I was also expecting other people mm. and other vendors and other planners to be like this. Or even like, more, because they are a planner, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So... When I'm like telling my planner to do something and I'm getting responses like, oh, that's long. Oh. 
or you know (laughs) (laughs) or I'm like can you make this and it's like oh that's not in my job description or I'm just doing it because I know I haven't done xyz I'm thinking Mm. like honey (laughs) can we get into it for a second because have you finished your story? Sorry, I, I'm, don't no, worry. No, like it is an evolving story. So, damn, because I really want to talk about customer service. Because yes. how are we? How did we get to a stage where we're paying Gucci prices, yeah. but we are not getting Gucci service? Oh. And I don't think mm-hmm. is it even. I think it's even more than Gucci. What's more than Gucci? I don't know. But we're getting we're paying premiums and lux, luxury prices, <laughs> but we can't even get a simple glass of prosecco. Yeah. Prosecco's like six pound. You know, consult me like. <laughs> I want an experience. If you're saying that this is a luxury service, then mm. what I want is a luxury experience from beginning mm. to end. And I think that's the one thing that really underwhelmed me mm. um, throughout my whole planning process, which was like a lot of the work was, yeah, it was nice on yeah. the day. Um, but I didn't get in a luxury experience. No, no. But um, I do think it it's, it's about, obviously like as humans, we all have different personalities Mm. um and different expectations Mm. and I think that's why when you initially speak to a vendor you honestly just need to be like take me through how you work like Mm. how would you deal like if things were to go wrong how will you deal with it so you're able to check whether like your expectation and the way they work align so are you saying into so people should start interviewing yeah their you should interview your vendor shop around I know it sounds extra but I'm saying this because like let's say even with friendships yeah you basically become friends with people you get along with you like trust. you know how you yeah. to communicate you know how to trust mm-hmm. and like that's a vetting process that you do subconsciously for your friends. So why would you not do it for like a wedding planner who's mm. basically going to become your friend for that year? Yeah. And um, if there's a certain way you expect something to be done, you basically need to find someone who can do it that way as opposed to continue being disappointed with someone who categorically can't or doesn't function that mm, way. Mm, mm. And I think that's what people need to start recognizing. Like you can't, you know, you can't pay for Zara and expect Gucci service. And that's the thing as well. So even paying for the Zara, but my thing as well, let's say, because some people, I don't even expect them to get it right 100% of the time. Mm. Actually, you know, what I'm even going to is a different thing for a different day. <laughs> but I'm just saying as well, like, let's normalize refunds as yeah, well, you know? Yeah, yeah. Let's normalize refunds. And yeah. I mean proper yeah, refunds. Yeah, real refunds. Not taking 5K <laughs> and re- refunding 250. That, <laughs> that don't make sense. <laughs> no, I agree. Um, because I think a lot more people would be happy if yeah. we're like, if I don't get what I wanted, at least I get my money back. Yeah. A lot of people are burning because they're not getting what they wanted and they're also not getting not, their money yeah. back. So it's like, yeah. But anyway, it's back true. to your planner. She said it's that's long. Yeah, like <laughs> things like that's not. And the thing is, I'd, I'm not even here to like, talk bad on her because we've had this conversation yeah. we've given her feedback mm. but I just think um when I first you know inquired about her services I was very ignorant yeah um so as time was going on and I was getting more clued up I was doing my research and I was like addressing certain things um she started saying oh like I'm like t- too involved as a bride or I like things in a particular way like mm-hmm. it was basically like making it seem like I was being extra if that makes sense yeah but it's not that I was being extra it's just babe I wasn't ignorant anymore like and also I'm paying for this service Mm. that there was a time um in one of in her price list it said like she comes with you know making mood boards and budgeting and all of that stuff and those were things I was doing in the background Mm. I was talking to my fiance and I was like bro like 
I swear I got a wedding planner to not be stressed. Why yeah, am I stressed? Yeah. So I was like to her sis, That's you said you can do X, Y, Z, do it. Yeah. Yeah. And then she made the mood board and she yeah. made, and the thing is, yeah, like if you don't know your rights, people can take actually advantage. take advantage. And it's not even like, because they're malicious. It's just a human thing. Like, it, literally. Doing the bare minimum, getting paid for literally. it. Literally. So. And because it's a wedding, you know. Yeah. There's the wedding tax. That's it, yeah. you know. And they just hope it's just another wedding. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, from the sounds of it, it sounds like she's a lovely person. She's amazing. And like, I think that's what makes it harder, though. Yeah. Because a lot of vendors are very, very they're lovely. So they're nice. so lovely. <laughs> they're so sweet. They're so sweet. <laughs> and obviously, when you're both... Afro-Caribbean or African there, there's whole there's that whole familiarity like oh you're my sister you you're my friend even more. you want to support BLM yeah oh yeah listen yeah, yeah. After, I'm not I, I might have to edit this out <laughs> but after my wedding planning process I did not I, I came out and I was like I do not support all black businesses this, this is when I say this people think I'm toxic no it's I not even a toxic yeah, thing yeah it's man. not about black businesses I put, it's like I support, I support the people professional that, businesses <laughs> I support the people that actually want to do this. Exactly. <laughs> Not the people that just want to take and your also, money. And also, I may sound like a hater, but yeah. I just feel like just because you're good at something doesn't mean you need to make a business I out of it. I put a TikTok up at that, about that the other day. Um, yeah. Like, Mama didn't, anyway, whatever. There was a girl, she was writing about this, but yeah. Um, <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not being sorry, a hater. Sorry, 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 sorry. Oh, how long have we got left? Oh, sugar. Oh, sugar. We just oh, got started. <laughs> Okay, 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 right, okay. Cool. So, okay, let's fight, let's land with your your planner because we didn't even get to land on that. Yeah, so I'll let you talk and I'll stop. Yeah, that. so um, yeah, so I mean, like she, there were times where she like she really showed up for us, and then there were other times when I was like, oh, like I wish you know you were more involved. Um, I remember like situations, um, in which I'd ask her to like speak to a vendor, and then it would be days and I'll be like oh has they have they said anything and I'll be like no I haven't heard back but then I'll go message the vendor and get mm. a reply like straight an away. hour later yeah so I was just like there was quite a lot of friction ultimately because of a situation which we only found out about two weeks before she couldn't even be at the wedding Why is that? which um I mean I don't really want to say it out oh. because she wants to keep it private but she Basically, yeah, just couldn't be at the wedding. And we didn't know till two weeks before. Mm. Um, and then was basically found these people to help be there on the day. And when we're like, it's not good enough. She was like, yeah, but I found them. And basically just, I feel like I say this to say that as a vendor, you, one thing that's very paramount is basically professionalism. And mm. especially when you're um, planning someone's wedding, you need to recognize that, the bride is right. It's their vision. You're getting paid to execute it in the most politest way. And instead of like always highlighting problems or being a problem, be solution focused. Like come with, sorry, mm -hmm. come with the ways in which, um, you know, there's this problem that could arise, but here's a solution. And I think it's not even a personality thing. I just think it's, you're there to be a problem solver. You're, th you're there to be a planner. So if path A is not working, plan for us to get onto path B or C quickly. Yeah. Like, don't make it my problem or yeah. don't make it an issue if I'm basically, say, asking you what's going on or what you're doing. Yeah. And I think a lot of vendors become very defensive. They become very... That's the thing. I have. I don't think I've dealt with a, a lot, but... I, okay, yeah. So just to respond to what you're saying... Um, sorry, I lost my train of thought because <laughs> I'm confusing myself now. 
Um, but it's, it's it's about the thing of like the customer is right. Yeah. Like when you study like just basic business studies for those of us that have studied yeah. it, the customer is always right. So whether you agree or disagree, figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> Make their dream come true, exactly. especially where it's a wedding. Um, especially because they're paying large for your services. Yeah. And this is a, it's a business or it's an industry of service mm. of like, bringing someone's vision to light so Mm. ultimately you need to know that person and you need to change I don't want to say sub be submissive because that has such a negative or dark connotation but ultimately you're paying to bring someone's vision to life so bring that vision to life Mm -hmm. like put away ego be professional learn how to communicate well um yeah just listen first before you speak or find a solution first before you defend and I think ultimately everyone will get what they want out of it the bride will get the wedding they wanted you get the clout but you also get paid like that's the best way for things to go and word of mouth I'm sure as well a lot of vendors know this but it goes so far yeah it goes so far when you know you actually deliver and even if you haven't actually done every single thing to the T. I think just the fact that we've seen that you've tried yeah. your hardest is what is like, you know what? No, you actually need to book this yeah. person. Like I know like everyone knows this. Like with my um wedding photographer, like I will always scream and shout about him because literally from beginning to end it was yeah. customer service just like meet me in the middle yeah. like come up with visions like tell me what do you think mm. like I want to know I want to like really just like have a session and just like let's talk about it and like I want to see that you're trying for yeah. me that is the service so when you're coming with your crazy prices you're like okay no, it's fine. fine yeah like, I'm, I want to put the money in your pocket you <laughs> take know take all my money you know <laughs> well take my husband's money anyway <laughs> <laughs> take it out (laughs) (laughs) but I say that so I think originally you were like some people that watch would want to know how to like plan a wedding in Ghana or Africa yeah 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 so one big thing that carries weight is like building rapport and actually genuinely being friends with your vendors Mm. so even though like sometimes my wedding planner would message these people um, and then I'll go message them on the side not Mm. to be sneaky but it's because I wanted to be their friend. I wanted them to get to know me so deeply that number one, not only would they go above and beyond for me, mm. but number two, they realized that this is like an exchange of service. Like yeah. I'm paying you for your creativity, um, but then you're also like paying me with your work and bringing my vision to life. Yeah. And I think, yes, people do say like, you know, people in Africa, they want to scam you when they know that you're from the UK, they charge you more. But I think you basically mitigate that by knowing your facts. So like when I was speaking to, sorry, I was in the swing where I looked down, knowing your facts. So I or basically shopped yeah. around. Yeah. Um, I knew the prices that certain things were. Yeah. So when I was speaking to them and they were trying to give me like a dress for like, like 10,000 cities, I'm like, oh, sis, Debbie Debbie, like, nah. <laughs> what like, does Debbie Debbie I, mean? It means no. Like, I know this should cost this amount. Yeah. Why is it that you want to, like, have those conversations, build rapport, be their friends. Mm. When I went to Ghana, like, I'd go out to eat with some of them. Mm. And even oh, on, yeah, okay. go out to eat with some of them. Let's have mm. a meeting at, you know, this place. So we became friends. Because on the day, mm. there were certain things that I paid for, like, let's say my cake lady. Because mm. I wanted to, 
you know, save coins. What I basically paid for was most of the cake to be fake, apart from the bit that we cut. Yeah. And then have little bits of cake. Yeah. yeah. But because me and her became friends, like I was reposting her um, cakes that she made. I was always like speaking life into her. She ended up making the whole cake real. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And 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 that's the one thing. and, And I know I've seen a lot of vendors say, you know, like, if the if they love the couple, they yeah. they will go above and beyond. Yeah. But that's the good ones. But yeah, the good <laughs> ones will actually always go above and beyond. And I can actually speak from experience as well. I yeah. do feel like, especially our trad, I feel like most of the, if not all the vendors, yeah, all the vendors pretty much went above and beyond. To be honest, yeah. like they they really showed up and showed out. They do. Um, so yeah, no, I completely I completely agree. Yeah. I do. But um, do you think that's advice that you should give to people here in the UK? Because I do think that's probably something that we're not doing as couples. I don't know how many people are actually going out for dinner. <laughs> it costs some liver crisis. Yeah, no, right? <laughs> but I think it's striking a good balance between um, being a human, but also being professional. Mm. So um, the way you speak to your vendors and the way vendors speak to you make a big difference. Like mm. build rapport, just be like, hey, I don't know, let's give an example. Okay, hey Aisha, like yeah. I've seen your podcast, I've yeah. seen your work, I really love it. Yeah. I respect your work. I wanted to inquire about your services. Mm. So you've basically, it's just basic human communication. You start off with a compliment. You've been nice. You've introduced yourself. Let's say you're like, oh yeah, it's like 10K to be on my podcast. I'm like, oh, oh okay. WWE. <laughs> WWE. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's um, way beyond my budget. Because yeah. but I really want to work with you, what's a way in which we can come up with a custom yeah. package for us to, for me to have your services, but also for me to respect your work? Mm. Like just... Having a basic conversation like that can get you really far. Simple manners, basically. Yeah. You know? And I should be like, okay, okay like she's not trying to say well, I'm cheap, but she's still wants to work with me. You can trust 10k, but we can do five. <laughs> Just that basic. Harvey's like, baby, ten. We're staying there. <laughs> um, all right, cool. So. Oh, so annoying. I feel like these sessions need to be longer they because, do. like, I feel like every bride I bring here yeah. literally is like, we probably need a part two. We <laughs> <laughs> need more time than this. But okay, cool. So you you went through that. I know we're literally just touching the tip of the iceberg yeah. for you. But what have you learned? Like, what's like the one thing that like you want to share today? Like to those watching and like you know following your story because I know like you're really big on TikTok at the moment and like you're growing a following as well yeah. on Instagram too. But um. Yeah, like, is there anything that you, any key message you'd like to put out there? Now's your time to. I would say enjoy the process because it happens so quickly, like, so, so quickly. Realize that this is a day for you and your husband. So, any opinions is noise. Anything family wants to do is noise if they're not funding the wedding. Mm. Just (laughs) (laughs) if they are not funding the wedding, it's noise. Just make sure you do your due diligence, make sure you do your research. But enjoy the process because after that day, it's just you and your husband looking at each other in the face. But you want to make it um, such an enjoyable process. Romanticize it, but be smart, be respectful, be kind, set your expectations right. And yeah, just work with the people that you know, you know, will bring your vision to life, but also understand the expectation that you have from them. Yeah. A little birdie told me you got an ebook now. I do. The process that dealt with you so much. You said, no, I got to write a book. I'm overcoming it. I have got to write a book. You know, everything in my life, I feel like um, I'm the guinea pig. Like, I walk so people could run. Mm. And as I said, I I went through um, 
so much wedding planning because yeah. I was very ignorant. Mm. And I was like, you know what? I've seen the light. <laughs> like, I got the knowledge. Yeah. And I don't want anyone to go through what I went through. So yeah. I was like, what's this going to do? She's going to get her Canva. Mm. She's going <laughs> to get know, her ebook. <laughs> get her. I created an ebook basically yeah. to empower brides, yeah. to empower, you know, people that are planning their weddings to know what to ask these vendors, how to plan it. Mm. And yeah, like, uh, it's here to, like, help. It's something yeah. that I wish that I had, yeah. wedding planning, because maybe then I wouldn't have needed a planner. Mm. Um, and my wedding could have come out how I wanted it to mm. come out. But yeah, um, guys, go for it. Yeah, so what's the ebook called? It's called The Wedding Checklist. The Wedding Checklist. Yes. I love that. <laughs> and I'll share somewhere here on screen. Um also, so I don't feel bad that you had a bad planner because some of us planned ourselves and it still went wrong. Yeah. So <laughs> it's just something in the air when it comes to vendors and communication and all yeah. that kind of thing. But I think having resources like this podcast, having resources like the wedding checklist, I'm sure people definitely, definitely feel like a lot more equipped. Yeah, definitely. Can't guarantee that, you know, anything's going to be any different, but at least <laughs> it will help. And I just want to say, I don't, I didn't have a bad planner because she's not a bad person, but yeah. I just think she was bad for me. It doesn't but make she might be people, amazing yeah. for someone. Exactly. It doesn't yeah. make them a bad person. Yeah. But if you just can't deliver, just say you can't so I can have the vision that I want. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Um, but no, thank you so much, Doctor, for okay. having so or for joining me today. Sorry, <laughs> let me say that again. Thank you so much, Doctor, for joining That's me good, today. I really enjoyed this conversation. Yeah. Um, I think your story, like I said before, I think mm. it's so beautiful. Thank and I just you. hope that even if it's one bride that watches this today and just feels a lot more reassured mm. and empowered, um, then I guess your work here is done, really. Thank Our you. work here is done. Um, <laughs> and I'm sure it will be the case. Um so yeah with that being said um i will drop all of your ads we didn't even put any of your ad information so okay. i know you're big on tiktok i know you know you, you know you're trying to social media <laughs> I, I see you girl <laughs> i see you so if you don't mind um telling us where we can find you after oh, today yeah so um I am at Dr. Yahima on Instagram and mm. on TikTok. Mm. So yeah, find me there. Yeah. And what kind of content <laughs> do you make as well so the girlies know? The girlies know. So I do everything from wedding to medical content to travel because I'm an all-rounder. She's outside. She's outside. She said she got how many degrees now? <laughs> For now. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So yeah, thank you. Thank you um, and guys, me. thank you so much for joining another episode of The Bride's Room. Yeah, yes, make you sure know, you guys you know. follow, repost, follow, 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 follow subscribe, me on Instagram, like, subscribe, <laughs> notification, everything there. Um, and until next time, um, yeah, you guys have an amazing week. Thank Bye. You. Bye. Bye. See ya.